Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Talk Show in Atlanta for your ride home. You strong? They said I'm strong if you strong. I said we strong then. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So guys, I... uh. I think I just stole from the vending machine downstairs. Oh, oh. So here's the deal. We've got this new, cool, coming-of-age type vending machine. This is not like your your dad's or your grandpa's vending machine. So you go downstairs, and there's literally a huge screen, right, and which it asks you to basically create an account. And Turtle told me you have to create an account, and you put your email and all that stuff in there for the company. And um, And then, like, you can pay with your card. And every time you want something, literally, it's like uh, going to a convenience store. You can grab chips, you can grab a drink, and then you just put your finger, boop, and it says, okay, we've charged you. I tried to set up an account, but, Mike, I, I didn't know what I was doing down there. And yeah. I'm, I'm on this big screen. I'm, I'm typing in all this information, and I'm like, but it's not taking. So uh, uh, I don't know if, if I got to tell Squid or whoever – I owe two dollars and fifty cents. All right, you owe Odyssey Radio okay. two dollars and fifty cents. I, I tried to scan it and pay it. When scan, it was just like, and I was waiting for the camera to go. Are you an idiot? Like, speak yeah. to me. But part about we, that, we, Carl, is the yeah. fact that across the hall from that is our big boss's office. <laughs> right. So and there's a camera. There is a camera the, in the break room. Oh, well, it got me going. What the hell am I doing wrong here? Looks like Carl is dishonoring the honor system. <laughs> Stealing the beverage, I couldn't figure the thing out either. But it does oh, look tried? really nice. Yeah, it looked really nice. I was because I, we have like you know the commercial break to go downstairs and come back I up. I tried to no. put. I, I couldn't do it. So anyway, somebody Conti, somebody's got to help me to understand what what number is it looking for? Like right. there's a pin that you're going to put in, but it's another number, and I'm like, I don't know what that number is. I can help you, Carl. Is that your employee number? No, we have employee numbers. No, we have, we have a code. To, oh, there's a four digit code in case we can't use the finger thing to get in here. Really? Yeah. No. I don't even know mine. Yeah. Carl, here's, yeah. here's the thing. You you create that number yourself. You create the yeah. number? Yeah. Oh, well. I, 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 yeah. Listen, I feel I feel dirty right now. <laughs> I've just taken from the company. So all we need is some thievery on the team. 
So yeah, man. But yeah, it, it is. A, it's a nice variety, and even have like no no Joe Carl's talking about. They get like fresh salads and sandwiches, so it's nice. We don't have time to run. We got a lot of food here at the at Colony Square, but it's nice. Ah, uh, no doubt. All right. Uh, hey, by the way, congratulations hey. to Dave, our sales honcho for uh, Michigan's big win. <laughs> Yep, shame. Carl just stealing from the vending. Uh, but yeah, shame. I couldn't figure it out. I, I tried. They got me on camera. I'm literally looking at the camera because I know somebody's going to look at it and go, I don't know what I'm doing. By the way, they charge shame. interest on that. It's already up to $2.75. Shame. All right, Ash. Yeah, congratulations. Go blue. Yeah, yeah. Now I want Harbaugh. Get, call some friends in Michigan. Let's get Harbaugh down here. Put I'm, this with, together. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, Man. I just found a way to get your money back, Carl, because uh, non air talent are not supposed to enter the studio during programming. So I think Dave Ashburn could pay your fine oh? for getting uh, the power rate back. Nice. And by the way, do you guys, I don't know what your vending situation is at your job. Like, this is the coolest thing. Like, seriously, to walk down there, they got salads and sandwiches and all kinds of stuff. Carl, like, the. What? The, the impulse to like just take something and leave from there, dude. It's it's really high because it's just. <laughs> oh come on! I'm not joking, man. It's come on, you're just, better than that. We're better than that, but it's just sitting all out there in the open. It's like, hey, yeah. man, come like on, don't give anybody any no ideas. Saying, man. All right, like, there's cameras. I want a bag of chips. Literally, walk in there, get a bag of chips, right? It, you, well, it's like Quick Trip. I'm literally saying you yeah. can walk in there, and that's what it feels like. Did what you do open I open the separate fridge, Carl? What separate there's fridge? A, there, so there's the the two fridges on the main wall. Then there's a separate white fridge next to the water cooler, and that has frozen goods in it. I didn't even see yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, salads. You got. Uh, you I got didn't ice even see that. You got an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Frozen uh, oh, Snickers. Then I'm glad I didn't see it. Jimmy Dean be sandwiches. A Powerade and an ice cream oh, yeah. sandwich up hey, there right now with Carl. <laughs> Carl, go get a scooter pie. I'm glad I didn't see it. All right, first of yeah. all, uh, so all this now. Thanks, to, thanks to the big boss. Rick. Yes, we, we got thank some, you we got for some... putting it in. But I, I have not paid right. my two. I'm guessing it's two fifty. Right. What if the prices are jacked on this stuff? I have no idea. You know, for all I know, it could be six dollars. It could be six dollars exactly. Yeah, I have amusement no idea. park pirate right there, buddy. <laughs> no, that's the other thing. You know, I just talked about not having any decaf in the hotel room in New Orleans. I'm always so paranoid when there's anything around. Don't touch anything that's in, in, in like the honor bar because I'll like, boop. You move oh, it. You move yeah. it off that sensor. It's then yours. pow, it's twenty bucks for a bottle of you know. Sonny or whatever, or Fiji. Yeah, two ounces yeah. of alcohol, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, guys, it's Dukes and Bill. I just wanted to be honest with you guys. <laughs> There's no lying amongst us here on this station. I, I We're all to be honest. Honest. Because when they come in here and go, you need to pay, you guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. By the about. way, speaking of lying and cheating and stealing, I can't believe that I've had at least six people hit me up going, I don't want Coach Harbaugh because he's a cheater. I'm like, are you, I'm literally, I'm like, I'm losing my mind here. First off, it's college. First off, Ohio State was doing it. They just took it to another level. Who cares? It's college. It has no bearing on the pros. Belichick, all the stuff we did from Spygate and all the other nonsense. I mean, guys, I get it. You know, if this was if this was your kid's Pop Warner team that he was coaching, I'd be hopping mad too. Who gives a flip? We're trying to get to the Super Bowl. That's all that matters. And this guy's been there. That's all that matters. Oh. Um, speaking of coaches, we've got games that we'll be breaking down heading into – the rest of the week, uh, Packers at Cowboys, Rams at Lions, Eagles, Bucks, AFC is Steelers at Bills, Dolphins at Chiefs, Browns at Texans. Okay, and then we get a, we also get a Monday night game. But Mike Jerry Jones is not promising anything when it comes to Mike McCarthy. Listen, if you're just joining us today, Mike Vrabel fired with the Tennessee Titans. Right. That is six jobs now that are open, including ours with the Atlanta Falcons. There could be two more. After this weekend. And the Cowboys, even though they won the division and all of that, they've been one and done, one and done, one and done. This is what Jerry said about McCarthy and whether or not uh, he's safe. Well, I just think that his record speaks for itself. 
And I think what he's done, uh, the fact that we've uh, put ourselves in this position over these last three years, uh, I think that does speak for itself. And uh, we've got a lot of football left, in no small part, thanks to Mike, thanks to his staff, and uh, thanks to some really outstanding football players around there. So uh, uh, we'll see how each game goes. So not exactly him saying that. We'll uh, see we'll how see. it goes. No, I mean, I mean, Jerry could have said that. Oh, please, he's doing a, well, a hell of a job. One of our best seasons. You know, actually, one of our best seasons. He is our head coach. <laughs> he's our head coach today. Uh, we'll see how each game goes. Yeah. He'll be our head yeah. coach next. Yeah, so that, that's great. You know, but, you Mike, you everybody got, in Dallas yapping about that now. But you have to win in the playoffs, though. Right. Yeah, it's, you, you, you don't do. need anything without winning the playoffs. And Dak is having arguably his best year as a pro, but he's got to culminate with, I don't know if they're better than the 49ers. They'll have to travel to San Fran if everything kind of holds serve. But, you know, this is one. This is arguably the best chance the Cowboys have had to get to the Super Bowl since 1995. Correct. Pete Carroll was even asked if he's coming back. I mean, this is what – Oh, he's never going to quit. I mean, come on. This is Pete Carroll uh, answering that question. I, I plan to be coaching this team, and, and I told you that I love these guys, and, and that's what I would like to be doing, and and, uh, and see how far I can go. You know, I'm I'm not worn out. You know, I'm not tired. You know, I'm not any of that stuff. I need to do a better job, and I need to help my coaches more, and we need to do a better job of coaching. And there's a lot of area for improvement. Yeah, I mean, you and I were talking about this uh, when they when they did the contract extension for the QB, and that QB is taking you as far. They, they need to get another quarterback in there too. You know, let's, let's be honest. That that's kind of that that's there's a ceiling there with that team. And if, if Pete's ever going to get any further in the playoffs, they got to move. And by the way, did you hear about the guy smoking the cigars in the locker room, which created kind of a stink? No, I did not. One of the players, uh, he had a he, during, I guess, the last few weeks, he had a, had a, a kid, and they were going to eventually smoke the cigars. But some people interpreted it as you're celebrating the end of the season, you're not going to the playoffs, uh, as if it was like so it became a whole thing. And the the bottom line of it was a little bit there's a little bit more to it actually. But no, I just you and I were going round and round about you know what, what Seattle's going to be. I just Gino. It's a nice story, but Geno Smith, I heard Andy Randy talking about it. There's a ceiling. If Pete Carroll's, he ain't never getting any farther with that guy under center. He's going to win you some games, but at the end, he's going to lose you some more. Broncos, meanwhile, uh, apparently leave the door open for Russell Wilson's return because he's going to cost them a lot of money, and mm. that's the reason why. But I don't know, Mike. I mean, after the way this season ended, it's just like, come on. Would you want to go back? Would you want to be there with Sean Payton? Yeah, I can't imagine how that'd be even remotely tenable. Somebody would take a flyer on Russell. I mean, we might even take, you know, we we keep talking about uh, Kirk Cousins is the most viable option if Minnesota doesn't match the money. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, the thing with Russ is just, as we said, it's just all the bad juju around that cat. Yeah. You know, and, look, and that's tough because Sean Payton's a creep too. But, man, and – I just I don't know, I, Russell. I tell you though, the what twenty eight touchdowns last year. <laughs> I take good. it. Take yeah. a good. I mean, just if you just uh, I guess what, what's the problem? What's the argument against Russell? He just a freelance too much. Well, I mean, I don't know if he was doing other that with than Sean. the diva thing. Well, but, yeah, yeah, but I don't know if he was doing that with Sean Payton. I think he was had a directive to to run right. the offense the way they that he tried to run it. You want it off? He did not yeah. have a bad season, by the way. Do you want it out of the barrel? or You want it off the tree for no, your quarterback? I, I, you want we we got to go get somebody we can grow with, man. I'm, right. I, that's where I'm at. I and listen, I do get that we're we're starved to to win and get to the playoffs, <clears throat> but I'm also don't want a quick fix. Right, I'm I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for somebody to come in here. Can, can we get our C.J. Stroud, Mike, who can be dynamic in year one, go to the playoffs and grow from that, and we all get behind that guy. That's what I want. Right, and I know that uh, some folks are you know kind of uh, locked on that Penix looked horrible in the national championship. Well, he didn't have a great game, that's for darn sure. But he's had enough great games in the last two years of Washington. It'll make me be interested in him 
at eight or certainly a, a team in the top 10 or top 15, I still don't see Michael Penix falling out of the first round. Some guys, that's a pipe dream, guys. He's going to be gone. But, yeah, and the other story, uh, real quick, we're going to hear from Mark Slurth coming up. The Saints players, for what it's worth, are backing up Jameis Winston on the freelance play when they're supposed to be taking a knee in the victory formation. More reaction coming out of New Orleans uh, Do you yesterday. think we, we regret that? <laughs> Thank you. He's so, an idiot. So if you're a Saints fan who doesn't like Dennis Allen, it's kind of further proof that Dennis Allen doesn't have control of his team. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And that, that was the other part of this whole thing. Well, he didn't do it. I didn't do it. So that's a cop-out. So, by the way, what do you do? Like for those guys, like I know it's it, you know nobody cares in New Orleans because they won. Just like right. if we did that, nobody right. would how care. How do you feel about it? Tell me how you feel about oh, it. Oh, Jameis! Like, and you know, Jameis. But but what do you yeah. do, Mike? If you're Dennis, Dennis Allen, what do you do about well, that? I don't think I saw a guy say you got to cut Jameis. I don't know if you cut him. I think I think you could you could find him. I mean, you could find him some coin. Well, he, he directly yes, he, he directly yeah. disobeyed an order. You just countermanded an order. Do you think we regret that? Well, look, he had an order, Mike, and he didn't follow it. Do you realize this is the same person who in 2014 against Clemson, he was suspended for yelling some obscene things on campus, was told you're not playing in the game, and then went and got taped up and dressed, and he's on the field. My buddy Mitch White's a photographer at FSU. He calls me up. I'm in the stands. He goes, you're not going to believe this. Jameis is in uniform. And Jimbo just said, what the blank are you doing out here? Mm. So he is a man child. I mean, lovable. Got me a natty. He's a nitwit. <laughs> we already played him twice. So <laughs> he's just going in, huh? So if you want to get rid of really? him, get rid of him. Get rid of him. I mean, like he's look. This, is there anything funnier than the homemade Jameis practice videos? <laughs> no, he's no. Just an absolute knucklehead. I just, I would have loved to have been in that huddle and just hear him. Listen, what y'all want to do? Like seriously, what well, y'all want to do? Well, how about this? You know, let's, how about this? Let me throw this at you. You know, we he talked disobeyed about disobeyed an order. We talked about this with Wes earlier about this. How about we go get a real badass coach? And, Jameis, you just, you know what? You just sowed the wind, and the Falcons are going to reap the whirlwind on this, and we're going to put some Sean Payton on your butts, and for the next 10 years, we're going to kick the crap out yeah! of you and lay the hammer on all those dirt bags down in New Orleans that I just had to deal with. Yep. How and, do you and, feel about it? Tell yeah, me how you feel about yeah. it. And that'll be the legacy of that game. You know, we did lose our head coach, and uh, they embarrassed no, us. No, no, no. I, I don't want to sound dramatic, but, Mike, Atlanta, never forget. Damn right. Like, there's got to be repercussions for that. There's got to be. We and by the way, every chance we get to run it up, bingo, you run it up, which we owe them any. We owe them anyway. You guys know Sean Payton running up the score back in 2011 on poor Mike Smith that year, trying to get some stats for Drew Brees. I mean, like we owe we de- you know what we owe those guys with interest <laughs> in a big way, man. I feel we we as the fan base can't be more mad than the players on the field, though. That was the other problem. Right. Right. All right. Coming up, Mark Slayer, Stink joins us. What's he think about this job? How attractive is it? And he talks about Harbaugh. Wait until you hear what he has to say on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's talk to our buddy Stink, Mark Slayer. has been joining us throughout the course of the season. Stink, you did a bunch of Falcon games. And uh, I want to ask you how attractive you think this job is after the Falcons move on from Arthur Smith. You've seen this team up close and personal. What do you think about how attractive it is in potentially getting your next coach and selling them on this team? Well, I think, number one, you look at the Falcons and the way they played this year, defensively, offense, offensive line, you know, talk about running backs, you talk about receiving core, tight end. That's a team that should have won at least 10 games. In, in my mind, there is no question they should have had 10 wins. And, you know, the fact that they didn't is disappointing, obviously, and that's why you, you move on. That's why things happen. But I think from an attractive standpoint, um, one, you've got some draft capital, I believe. You've got, you know, you've got space on the salary cap. You, you need the court- Yeah, you need the quarterback. You need to figure out what your quarterback situation is. But I think it's an incredibly attractive job. And, you know, I think that, that based on the running back situation you have, the talent that you have, and, you, like, to me, you can't, you can't throw away um, an extremely, like, gifted offensive line and an extremely, like, good running game. And I know that you were trying to progress out of that some, to some degree and become more of a prominent throwing team, but that's, that's not the way you're built right now um, based on the quarterback you have. So, yeah, I thought I think it's a really attractive job. I think it's a, a team that should have won 10, 11 games, and, um, and I think that'll be somewhere where people will look at very seriously. And there's a bunch of coaches out there. There's guys with experience, Mark. We were just saying, like, not to be prisoner of the moment, but he's already done it at the NFL level. I know he's quirky as hell and he's got an ego, but, man, Harbaugh would be I mean, pretty, da- pretty darn dynamic back in the NFL. Do you agree? Yeah, I don't, think there's, <clears throat> I don't think there's any question. Jim is, yeah, he's got all the quirkiness and all that kind of stuff, but he has, he has had success. The other thing that, that Jim really leans into is he leans into – that run game. He leans into that physicality. He leans into, hey, we're just going to be tougher than you guys. And you go back to San Francisco, and I'll never forget doing a – I was doing a chalk talk at the Super Bowl with both Jim and John. Hmm. And, you know, I mean, I talked to Jim. It was right when he was taking over for the Niners, so it was going to be his first year there. And I asked him about Alex Smith. And, you know, at that time, Alex Smith was first overall pick that was considered a bust. And Jim goes, oh, I watched all the film, man. Love him. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what you're going to say, right? He goes, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding around. This kid has just never had anybody that actually believed in him. And I really believe it. And then Alex Smith goes on to be tremendous. And, you know, obviously they moved on to Colin Kaepernick and all that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is for a couple of years there, Alex Smith was legit um, under Jim Harbaugh. So, I, you know, Jim is just one of those guys who really understands – the value of physicality, the value of dominating a line of scrimmage, the value of doing those things. 
Speaking of uh, dominating, the Eagles are not. They finished the season one and six. Uh, what do you see as the biggest problem in getting Nick Sirianni finish it as we get ready for the start of Wild Card Weekend? Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be one that I would look at and and think that's kind of who you've become. And, you know, it's it's interesting because you lose coordinators. You know, you lose a defense coordinator. You lose an offensive coordinator. And one thing I will tell you about um, – Sirianni, he had the the he had just a really good guy in Shane Steichen, who went on to be the Indianapolis head coach. And one thing I've talked to Justin Herbert about it, I've talked to uh, several different quarterbacks about it, um, and 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 most recently Gardner Minshew. How easy that Shane Steichen makes it on the quarterback. How his coaching creates a situation where it's just a really kind of easy read, like take out some of the complexity, take out some of the stuff, and just create easy opportunities, easy reads for your quarterback. And that's really one of the things that um, that has been impressed upon me about Steichen. And I think you lost that with Jalen Hurts. You can make it a lot more complicated than it really is. And it can be, it can be so easy. It's just this, hey, man, if we get, you know, if we get a single high safety look, then and we have an off corner throw it to you got free access to the outside you got free access to the outside let's just throw it let's just throw the hitch like the little simple things that are real hey man i don't care what the coverage is we're running this progression one to two to three if one's open throw it to me if not go to two to go to three like i don't care if it's quarters i don't care if it's cover two i don't care if it's cover three i don't care if it's cover one if the dude's open throw it to him you know and and just a, a simplified nature of trying to make this game that's a really complex game, and I always say the thing that fascinates me about this game is the juxtaposition between simplicity and complexity. It's a very complex game, but it's very simple at its core. And he has a way of making that simple. And I think that's the biggest issue with, with offensively with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. They have just gotten away from what made them successful last year. It is Mark Slareth with us, guys, brought to you by Old Spice here on Dukes and Bell. And that's the thing, you know, we're talking about, you know, quarterbacks and the right fit with coaches. We just It's funny, while you were talking about helping out your quarterbacks, it's all the things we kind of wish that Arthur Smith could have done for Ritter, although maybe Ritter just, some things you just can't teach. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, guys are just tur- are turnover machines. The reason I bring up the coaching thing is, you know, you look at uh, Josh Allen, and man, Josh Allen did everything in his power to give that game back to Miami the other night. Do you feel that that's, for instance, they miss a guy like Brian Dable? I know they've got some good things going. They they bring in another offensive coordinator in Brady, and it seems like he's got things going the right way. But what are you still buying Buffalo? It seems like they maybe turned things around with a five-game win streak. Oh, I think they certainly did, and I think in the AFC that's one team that um, I think that's one team that people look at right now and are like, I'm not sure that I really want to play those guys. Uh, obviously, they have a dynamic nature to them. They can score from anywhere on the field. But really, you go back and look at, at, at the difference. You know, it was it was not uncommon for Josh Allen to throw it 45 times a game early when they ended up six and six. And these last, you know, this five five out of six run, you go back and look, he's throwing it, you know, 22, 24 times a game for the most part. I mean, he's got a couple where he's got a little bit more, but they've gone back to running the ball, they've gone back to taking it out of his hands, they've gone back to kind of simplifying things for him a little bit. And obviously, that offense is is the structure of that offense has changed under Joe Brady in, in these last six, seven weeks. And it's been a good thing. It's taken a lot of pressure. I always say this about quarterbacks in general. You've got to take them off the high dive. Like it, their job is really hard when it comes to having to know, you know, the personnel group and the formation and all the motions and the shifts and all the different things. And if guy lines up in the wrong spot, we got to get him to the other spot because we want to line up, over, you know, we want to we shift to that, that final formation, whatever it is. 
And so there's a lot of mental gymnastics that you have to go through. Then you got to be able to snap the ball, read the coverage, you know, throw the ball to the right place. And my biggest thing is every now and again, you know, 10, 12 times a game, take him off the high dive. Like, let's not let him have to think about anything. Let's just have a call and run it. We get, we get into 18-19 structure and basically say, hey, man, you can run it to either side. It doesn't matter. Both sides are blocked. So if they rotate strong safety down, we've got to block. If they rotate weak safety down, we've got to block. It doesn't matter. And so I just is, that's one of those things that I think even though it may be a two- or three-yard game, it's important to take it off the quarterback's plate occasionally. And, you know, you so many times you see in, in today's offenses, we want to have the perfect play for everything. Perfect. Oh, this is a perfect play. Everything is perfect. Well, that's all on the quarterback. Get us out of this. Get us into that. Get it, you know, and, and it, there's a lot there. So every now and again, you just got to take them off the high dive. Um, and I think that's what Buffalo has done in, in regards to Josh Allen. I think that's part of what needed to be done in Atlanta as well. Odyssey NFL insider Mark Schlereth. The insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too, guys. Mark is also the host of the Stinking Truth podcast covering the entire NFL. It's Dukes and Bell. Stink, you played in cold weather. Tell me about what the Dolphins' challenge is going into Kansas City this weekend. Even though I think it may be a closer game than, than expected, this thing about warm weather teams, cold weather teams, going into the elements, talk about your experience. Yeah, I mean, I think just if you play in those elements all the time, you're just used to it, you know. And, you know, psychologically you feel like you have the advantage. Uh, whether that's true or not, doesn't matter if it's true or not. If you feel that way, it becomes true in your own head. And, you know, I, I think that – I think one of the problems with, with the warm-weather teams is is they have to talk about it all the time. And, you know, it's like it's like when your kid is a little league pitcher and all you say is, hey, you got to throw a strike, you got to throw – can't walk anybody, can't walk anybody, can't walk anybody. Can't, what's the first thing that's going to happen? They're going to start walking kids, right? And it's one of those things where all you have to hear about is, hey, it's cold weather, it's cold weather, it's cold weather. And then you step out there and it slaps you in the face. You're like, oh, yeah, it is cold out here. <laughs> Like, I, I just think it's one of those psychological things that really, in the ultimate scheme of things, when you're playing, it doesn't bother you at all. It, cold weather doesn't bother you when you're playing. But if you have to listen to it all the time, it's one of those things you've got to be mentally tough enough to just kind of block it out and not think about it. And that's been, you know, that's that's always been kind of the history of it. And and you walk out of the field, you remind people. I mean, I used to walk out of the field and remind them how cold it is. Man, it's freezing out here, huh? You know, just like, <laughs> oh, I the other thing I used to do all the time when people would, would talk about cutting us. Yeah. First play of the game, you know how we, you know, the Denver Broncos, oh, they're cheap. They cut everybody. Yeah. First play of the game, I mean, watch your legs, boys. Watch your legs, man. <laughs> you know, always. Always. Right. Just get it in your head. And I can't tell you how many times I went down to cut a guy from the Raiders and our running back cut back and run right by the dude that's on the ground, hitting me in the helmet, you know, just fist punching me in the helmet as the, as the running back is. <laughs> racking off a 15, 20-yard game, I'm like, you're the idiot, right? I mean, yeah, but, but those are the things you do, the kind of the psychological warfare of the whole thing. That's awesome. Yeah, the the, uh, the zone blocking scheme, that's what it was, right? Zone blocking scheme. Watch your legs, oh, yeah. kids. <laughs> that's awesome. Not the leg whipping scheme. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Stink, before we let you go, man, um, is, do you have a dark horse in this thing? Is this We start this wild card weekend. Are the Packers, are the Packers a dark horse here? I tell you, I um, actually like the I like the Packers. I like what the progression that um, Jordan Love has made. But I tell you, the team right now that not many people want to play is is the Rams. Yeah, the Rams right now their defense is good enough. 
They've got one superstar in, in Aaron Donald, as you guys know, and then they've got a bunch of rising players. Mm-hmm. And so defensively, they're good enough. Special teams, they're atrocious. So that could cost them. But that's a that is a Super Bowl-level offense. Matthew Stafford's playing at an incredibly high level like he always does. Um, and they're running the ball. They're back to what Sean McVay used to do. And he used to talk about all the time the illusion of complexity with all the motions and everything else. And then we're just a power-run football team. We do have 11 personnel. They're unique in that they have wide receivers. Pukin Akua will play like fullback. Man, he'll be an insert player on on duo, and you know, and he'll run and be a force guy on safety or a linebacker. He doesn't care. Uh, Cooper Cup is the most probably not only the smartest, but most reliable and and just like committed wide receiver in football. So they have out of their three wide personnel, their 11 personnel, they call it 11 and a half, 11.5 personnel, because they run a bunch of two, two tight end concepts out of 11. So you'll see uh, the only guy I see in the league do this is Cooper Cup. He'll motion across the formation and he'll triple um, the, with the tackle. So that'll be the, the front side zone combination. They will triple that tackle wide receiver on the defensive end and wide receiver comes off and picks up or either stays on depends on how the defensive end plays it or he'll come off and pick up the first force, whether it's a safety or whether it's a, a Sam linebacker. So he actually blocks the job and does the job of the tight end. So you have the ability as an offense to run two tight end plays, which the team, you know, for the most part, you're not working on those plays with Cooper Cup because he'll play essentially tight end in that, in that formation. And then Puka, like I said, will play fullback. So they're uniquely built that way. Offensively, they're going to be a problem for people. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if they go into Detroit and, uh, and beat Detroit in the first round. Mm. Great stuff, Stink. As mm. always, man, we appreciate you. Uh, Odyssey NFL, side, NFL insider Mark Schlereth. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Hey, man, enjoy the weekend. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk next week, brother. All right, sounds good. Take care, bye. I like the stuff we were talking about, you know, Harbaugh. And, you know, I'm just trying to sell Harbaugh to some of our fan base. And I just think we got some of the things in place that fit what he would do here. Now, yeah. Justin Herbert would be a hell of an intriguing piece for a head coach wanting to get back in the NFL who's got an experience level. But I tell you what, you know, Chargers have cap space. Everybody, every team presents its own, you know, its pluses and minuses, right? They do. They really do. Hey, guys, Mike gave you a story earlier about this plane um, where the door came off, or at least where the door would be. Um, yeah. And the iPhone fell 16,000 feet and survived. Two phones fall out of the plane. Yeah, one 16,000 feet, and they still had, like, the baggage claim thing on the screen, and the battery power was still right. So that's, that's an amazing story. What's the craziest thing that's happened to your phone? Have you dropped it riding your bike? Maybe you've left it somewhere. We all have phone stories because it's our life, right? You're so right. In, in a panic when you go, where's my phone? 404-726-0929. What's the craziest thing that's happened with your phone? Come back. I got one for you. All right. Want to know from you. That's tonight's last call on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. It's time for last call. Time for all. One last call for alcohol. Your chance to chime in on the biggest stories of the day. 404-726-0929. We were talking about this iPhone that fell out of the plane where the door came off. Luckily, nobody was injured. The phone was intact. Not cracked. Not working. Perfect. Yeah. And it got us thinking about what's the craziest thing that has happened with you and your phone. We all have stories. Uh, Mike, what's yours? Yeah, we were in uh, Spain a couple of years back, and uh, I left my phone, my iPhone, in the, uh, in the, in the taxi. And, uh, but I had my wife's phone, so I called my phone. And now, because I don't speak Spanish, and I've got like 10 words, and I'm trying to speak using the app, like with sure. English and Spanish, like, Returno de El Puerto. <laughs> With El Fono. You know? <laughs> and eventually, the guy did take it back to the hotel we were staying at, the Wellington in Madrid, and they DHL'd it overnight. So it got my phone. That's it, great. It actually came like the next day, which is pretty neat. But at the time, we were trying to get back, and you couldn't go through security, like their version of TSA. So we went down this wrong escalator, and we were under. All of a sudden, I was like Bruce Willis in Die Hard 2 when he's underneath the <laughs> runway. All of a sudden, we got these people like, why are you people here? So luckily, we didn't get arrested by Spanish airport authorities and to get the new phone to arrive about 48 hours later. Pretty cool. Yeah. Chris, you got a story? What, what's the biggest or uh, worst thing that's happened with you with your phone? Yeah, I was young and dumb, and you know the rest of the yes, sentence. Sir. I was at a music festival, and I... Fell asleep in a pasture during the middle of, <laughs> during the middle of the day. Wow! And when I woke up to go back to our campsite to refresh myself, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that my phone was next to me on the ground. Oh. So I went back to the campsite, freaked out. Didn't have my phone for the rest of the day. Next day, my friend gets a phone call. Hey, uh, is your buddy missing his phone? <laughs> I was like, nice. Oh my god! But what I did was what saved the day, and I forgot. Here's something you guys do if you ever go out on a trip. Screenshot a picture of an emergency contact and make it the background of your phone. Ah. So if you ever lose your phone, the person who finds it has somebody to call. It's a good story. Big O? Yeah, in my younger, more wild days, uh, down in Blackhead, got really hammered one night and was going to go meet a friend and crash on a sofa. So before then, I went to Landmark Diner and uh, took my phone out and put it on the table and ordered some food. And about three hours later, a cop taps me on my shoulder and says, hey, uh, the church-going folks are coming in here, so you need to get up and leave. You fell asleep? Fell asleep in Landmark Diner. Oh. Yeah. I left my phone on the table, had to go back in the next day and get my phone and the looks I got when I walked in. Oh, yeah, you were that drunk dude that fell asleep in the booth that we couldn't wake up yesterday. That's great stuff. It didn't happen to me, but uh, mm-hmm. the lady next to me left her phone in the seat pocket of the plane. Okay. You guys do know this. They won't let you back on once you get off. So it was interesting to see it all play out. Now, I was like, didn't want to stick around. Right, right. But she got off the plane. We're all at baggage claim. And I see her freak out like, 
I don't have my phone with me. That is the worst mm. feeling. And to know, like, they've cleaned the plane. They, right. You're not getting back on. Where do I go? Now, I know Delta deals with all that kind of stuff, but it was like, oh, it's the worst. 404 726 Mark, what's the worst thing that's happened with you and your phone, man? Hey, man. Man, love the show. Y'all won't believe it because I'll only believe it because it happened to me. Mm-hmm. Swimming in uh, the Chattahoochee River north of Helen. Jump in with my Apple Watch. Oh. Come up. Watch is gone. This was in June. Fast forward to October. Get a phone call. Somebody's son was bottom fishing in Lake Lanier and caught my watch. What? What? That's and crazy. It, it, listen, man, it was still work. It was still, there was power. It still had power. <laughs> That's wow. unbelievable. That's, uh, listen, yeah. Just That's... North, north of Helen, five months later, Lake Lanier, bottom fishing for catfishing. He, 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 he caught my watch. That's wild, Mark. That is wild, I'm man. looking at the map of North Georgia. I'm just trying to figure out what tributary your watch flew down. Came down. Yeah, it came down to the lake. Unbelievable. Mark, thanks for listening, man. We appreciate you sharing that story. Ren, you're on uh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. That's bananas. Ren, hey, man. That was bananas. Hey, guys. So, not, my, not to me, but uh, I was a bar back at Opera. We had just opened the place. The iPhone was a fairly new thing. And I get called over because some lady had dropped her phone in the pool. And so we're like, we're fishing it out, and she's plastered, and she's telling us, like, my boss just bought this for me. It's for work. What should I do? And she's panicking. We're looking at her, and we're like, well, you can't tell you were drunk at a club. <laughs> so we jokingly say, hey, maybe you should just run it over and say you did it by accident. And we're pretty sure she did that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. Oh, my God. Ren, great stuff, man. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, Red, what's your story with your phone, man? What's the worst thing that's happened with you and your phone? Hey, man. Hey, man, glad to be on with y'all, man. Long time listener, man. Let's go bar, uh, 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 and go ahead and get a good coach down here for these Falcons. Yes, but, uh, please. To the phone story, I uh, begged for a phone for like a year, and I'm a two, three phone type of, of year type person at this time, going through phones. And it's kind of like the Christmas story. My wife kept saying, uh, you'll shoot your eye, basically, you know, if I get you this expensive phone. So just to give Android a little love, since we're giving iPhone so yeah, much love, yeah, yeah. I, asked for this, I asked for this certain phone, and I said, make sure it's waterproof, because I'm a creator, and everything I do, I like to lay back in a hot tub and, you know, get my creativeness on for some poetry and all that. So the first night I get the phone, man, I go out there in a hot tub of water, and lay back in the tub and fall asleep, and the phone flip out my hand and go straight in the tub. And I wake up just like I done dropped a billion dollars in the tub, jump out the tub, dry the phone, and I say, thank God the phone is waterproof. So about three weeks later, I'm talking to my wife, and I'm like, well, I'm glad you got it waterproof because it sure fell out my hand the other night in the tub. She's like, Red, that phone is not waterproof. <laughs> so it was the funniest thing in the world, but it's a TCL, and it made it through the – through the tub with me, so nice. I appreciate that phone. Appreciate the call, y'all. Thank right you, man. You didn't have to put it in like a, a bowl of rice, right? You're supposed to, yeah. Right? That's what they always say, dry it out, pull the moisture out. All right, let's grab Swede in here. Swede, what happened with your phone, man? What happened? Hey, man. Hey, man. Um, well, I got one of these spam calls, and the funny thing was I have caller ID, and on there it had my name saying I'm calling myself. So I answer the phone, and I go, Good evening. This is the Rome Police. We're investigating a homicide. Can you help me? 
And I got an immediate hang-up, so that's how I get rid of spam callers. Nice. Anyway, that's what happened to me. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, good, guys. Good stuff. All right, I, I was, well, was going to say, I thought Sweetie was, you know, he was, you know. Landline? Yeah. <laughs> Let's grab Devin. Devin. To Alexander Graham. <laughs> and then we're going to talk to our man, John Tucker. Yeah. Devin, what's, uh, what's the craziest thing happened with you and your phone, man? Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> True story. Back in the day, man, um, I'm at Camp Creek Marketplace. And with some friends, we get, uh, we, we, we disperse, mm-hmm. and I'm driving the full length from Camp Creek Marketplace to, like, Fulton Industrial, that whole strip. Right. I get home, and I'm like, oh, I don't have my phone. Like, where's my phone? And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, man, I put it on top of my roof uh, of my car, and I'm driving, like, a 97 Prelude with a spoiler on it, old school Honda. <laughs> and I look in my, I look in my spoiler, and my phone is wedged between my oh. spoiler and my trunk. And I'm like, oh my goodness! I drove the whole length of Camp Creek Parkways, and unbelievable. But love the show, guys. Hey, man. man, keep up the good work. Thank Thanks. you. Some good stories, man. Funny, great stuff. Way to bring it, guys. Right uh, we all have crazy stories. John Chuckery's in here. He's got crazy stories for the next three hours. A full three tonight. What's going on? Absolutely. Yeah, my whole life is a crazy story. But uh, anyway, we'll uh, talk to Scott Bear. We'll uh, talk to him about this. Falcons coaching search. Uh, we'll talk to Pete Futak, uh, wrap up the college football season. And, um, Carl, you, did you see what the uh, uh, Tennessee Titans are doing and Rand Carthon, the general manager? Did you see uh, where they fired Mike Vrabel today? And, gee, he's going to head up the coaching search. Isn't that crazy? Oh. You mean the GM? Isn't yeah. that, isn't do, that do, do you crazy? Guys, do you guys know how long ago he was hired? Uh, two years? No. One year? Less than a calendar year ago. Oh wait, he, and he's in charge of hiring the coach. Yes, hmm. he won't. He won't have officially have a year on the job until the end of the month. Hmm. For those not catching the uh, sarcasm, the, sarcasm, <laughs> we are talking about you know what happened yesterday, and again we're gonna we're gonna pivot to the coaching search. But yeah, just it was bad optics, you know. And, for, yep. and Carl did. If you could understand the, the optics, then there's really not much more we can say about it. But yeah, and just more of the same. I'm just. Said this earlier on the air, just not not really sure we're going to be able to get this thing right. We got two winning seasons in eleven years. Time to time to time to maybe change the approach, but they're not going to change the approach. It's going well, to be the same old, know, same old. If you the, the funny thing is, if you find your quarterback, mm-hmm. you can make a lot of ills go away. Right. Sure, you can you can you can you can change up the whole direction of your franchise. If you can find the C.J. Strouds of the world, you can change up the whole direction of your franchise. No doubt about it. All right, man, mm. um, stay there. He's got Full a lot three. to talk about. Full, Full three, three for John Tuckery. Let's get out of here and clear out, throw. Dukes and Bell are wrapping up another show, so it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 929. Oh. The game. Hey, thanks to Mark Schlereth, West Durham, Connor Riley for stopping by today. All those interviews online at Odyssey.com. Tomorrow, yes, we have another big show. Make sure you're here. Josh Kendall, who covers the Falcons for the Athletic, is going to join us. Matt Verderam is going to join us to talk NFL playoffs as we get ready for the weekend. And we'll start pivoting, as Mike said, to the games and the things that we're looking forward to. NFL season wildcard weekend. Big O, great job as always. Turtle behind the glass, our executive producer. Thank you guys for listening and being here. Hey, I'm just telling you guys, right now, you need to be here every day, every hour. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going to go down and what's going to happen. And things could move quickly. They may or may not, but there's going to be so much stuff. This is a fluid situation with our team, our coach, all the things that are happening. 
Make sure you're here. All right, man, we got to get out of here. Mike Bell, clear your throat. Hey, man, interesting little uh, thing I saw on Twitter earlier today. A former Cal football PR man goes on social media and says he's worked with Aaron Rodgers when he was a young, up-and-coming football player. And said, what a great guy he was. And this is basically in lieu of the whole Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers beef. Aaron fired back at him today on Pat McAfee. He spent like a half hour on COVID. The ESPN guys are excited about that. But uh, the PR guy goes on to say, you know, Aaron Rodgers talks about, you know, the Jets have got to stop with this BS and put the BS away. Doesn't Aaron Rodgers continuously produce more BS than anybody else on that Jets team? Certainly seems like it. I don't know about you, but accountability is big in my life. It's probably big in your job. But if you don't have to report to anybody and you don't have accountability and you can do whatever you want, well, that doesn't create a great atmosphere. That is part of what's happening with our Atlanta Falcons. And it needs to stop. Hey, if you love the show. You tell your friends. You don't. Uh Uh-oh, Turtles Cat's got your phone under the bed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.